welcome to Bedknobs and Broomflakes, the podcast that talks about witches, man-witches, warlocks, sorcerers, and other magic practitioners in movies, television, comic books, books, and, well, just about everything. Sorry, this show will include spoilers. You've been warned. And how about that? I, I need to give myself a little pat on the back because I didn't mention the just plain awesome animals. <laughs> Yay, Linda! I can learn! <laughs> After what, like 50 episodes, maybe? <laughs> Good job. Oh, actually, I'm not too far off. This is our 46th, so maybe 30 I'm, I'm relying on you to keep count of this stuff right now, okay? <laughs> oh, so, uh, my name is Linda, uh, but according to this movie's, like, a little weird little, like, book involved in there, I think my my witch name is <laughs> Uranus. <laughs> and, um, who be you? <laughs> my name is Jane, and I am not hungry for wives. <laughs> I don't think it's hungry for. Wives. I know, but I just want to make it that because it was. I think that when I when I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down and watch. As yeah, I mean, you can introduce the episode, but I was like, I'm gonna, or I was like, I'm gonna sit down and watch this movie, and it's like Jan White in Hungry Wives. I'm like, wait, did I? And I actually had to go back and check to make sure I got the right movie. I thought, are you seriously thought like, oh shit, did Shutter? mess this up is this is this another movie oh good it wasn't just me i was like is this like a like a uh like a seven minute like short before yes, the movie i, I also considered too. that i was like yes okay so listeners yeah we we are talking about george romero's season of the witch not halloween not Nicholas Cage's season of the witch. Um, Thanks, we already covered that. God, <laughs> oh, that was just awful. We did talk about that on an episode of Cage's Kiss, my old podcast. So if you want to hear about that, check that out. It is um, a terribly awesome movie. <laughs> if you remove on one word from that, you're actually <laughs> saying the accurate review. <laughs> <laughs> But seriously, yeah, it's a train wreck of a movie. Check it out. Um, but this time we're talking about George Romero's uh, Season of the Witch. Uh, yes, the same, uh, the, the guy who brought us zombie films. The guy who basically invented the modern day zombie. See, yeah, yeah. He did um, the uh, uh, Night of the Living Dead. Yep. And everybody now bases the concept of a zombie that goes around and eats human flesh and chases after us that's they everybody owes it to him because i know there were like zombie movies before george romero but they were more based in the uh voodoo hessian belief and a very racist version of it i remember watching one that my uh roommate got cheap at goodwill and it was it was some sort of zombie movie but it was definitely based off of the like i get to control this body i'm like oh god (laughs) is that the um what was it? I walked with a zombie. Cause I I've seen that one, and that one was yeah. It was some um, little on the race side. I can't remember. Um, I mean, she she her favorite thing to do was to go to Goodwill and find bad horror VHS movies. That was that's an awesome little like hobby. Oh yeah, no, because you know they're cheap and everything, and she only owned a uh, VCR at the time. Like I had the ps2 awesome. so i had the dvd player but yeah she would just find like 
the dumpster dive of the horror movie selection of Goodwill and Value Village. So yeah, that's what I I used to do. In fact, I I um I know I've I've told this tale on uh, Cage's Kiss before, but um Adrian used to work at um at Hollywood Video, and um. <laughs> So, uh, for one year, uh, on my birthday, he took me literally dumpster diving for videos because, because Hollywood video was literally throwing out all of the, uh, VHSs that didn't sell. So, um, I went, I, I hopped in the dumpster with him and we just went through a shit ton of (laughs) videos, like. I want this one, this one, this one. <laughs> I got like a couple spot movies, which I, okay. Spots my home dog. Cause like I, I taught myself how to, how to read, um, when I was in, I think kindergarten or before kindergarten, um, off of the spot books. Um, and I got the animated version of, uh, of police Academy. <laughs> The animated so part is where I suddenly kind of lost track there. <laughs> I didn't know it existed, but yeah. So, uh, you know, we're classy. Hey, look, um. the the one of the movies I remember my roommate bringing home um, was mm-hmm. called Humanoids of, from the Deep. Mm. Yeah, no. Because yeah. here's the thing. I came home midway through her viewing and she, I come in and she's like, these sea creatures are raping a lot of women. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was making pizzas. They worked at a pizza shop. I'm like, what? Because <laughs> I come home and there's this scene where there's oh, like yeah. sea creatures like trying to just rape this woman. I'm like, okay, um, that's that's a thing. <laughs> so, Listeners, if you want to check out Humanoids uh, from the Deep, check out Shudder. Yep. Um, Shudder, where's our sponsorship, man? <laughs> I just, I just had to pay for my renewal. Come on, Shutter, we're gonna come on, Shutter. We're gonna be abusing you pretty soon. <laughs> oh no, I didn't know that it. it um, the the year already uh, ended up already. Oh yeah, um, no worries. It's all good. I want to take care of it because I was like, ooh, I should probably renew this. Oh damn. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the actual movie we're reviewing. <laughs> yeah. So, season of the witch. Um. Yeah, it was it was written and directed by George A. Romero. Um, so, okay, um, he's he's done a lot of stuff, but uh, <laughs> at this point, he was mostly known for um, Night of the Living Dead and uh, Land of the Dead and um, Land of the Dead, Bathroom of the Dead. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, you're you're not um, talking about the current of what when this movie was made. In 1973, because I like, landed the dead didn't come out yet, because I remember seeing that in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> well, he also actually um, produced a lot of the uh, episodes of Tales from the Dark Side, which I grew up on. I fucking love Tales from the Dark Side. But um, he's done, um, well, no, excuse me. He might have been, a, no, he was a writer for, yeah, Land of the Dead. But um, at this point, this was uh, his second movie. Um, the first movie was Night of the Living Dead. And then uh, after that, he had this movie, The Crazies, Martin, and uh, Dawn of the Dead. And no, it wasn't Martin. Um, <laughs> it was a movie called Martin <laughs> where, where 
much like uh, Nicolas Cage in uh, Vampire's Kiss. He's uh, he believes he is a vampire. So, um, anywho, um, he's definitely like a pioneer in um, in horror uh, and especially like current horror stories as we know it, like uh, especially zombies. Yeah, and what well, um, was always fascinating, at least in the zombie mm-hmm. movies that he made, at least for me, was they always had that um, undertone of a message. Yeah, there was it was always like an allegory. Yeah. and the first one was Night Living Dead um, was definitely racism and um, yeah, um, and it was very subtle and like classism mm-hmm. and, and uh, like the the real like uh, horror happened really in between the people themselves. Yeah, and then Dawn of the Dead was about consumerism and yeah. uh, Land of the Dead was the most um, on the nose commentary of the Bush administration. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. We do not negotiate with terrorists. The evil leader of the uh, safe community says out loud. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> but like, I think that um, the first uh, uh, the dead movies were. Um, well, okay, no, at least like the first one, Night of the Living Dead, was beautiful in its um, its subtleness. But then at some point, he just loses that subtleness, <laughs> <laughs> that, that subtlety. He just like kind of whacks you all over the head with it. Like, enter this movie. Um, like, I I, I want to give him credit for one particular thing, at least in the zombie. Um, category one of the things that i and you know whatever movie trope wants to explain this i've always been annoyed with the fast zombies because it's a technicality of it's a yes. rotting dead body that's that's moving. funny because that's where i thought you were going to yeah well and he actually like because i watched a lot of his stuff up until um he passed and he did this one called dire of the dead which is very much like that um using the um shaky cam sort of thing um and in there in the very beginning there's these uh, kids making their own movie and of course it has a dead like creature um the actor chasing after somebody and they yell at him because they're like you're moving too fast and the guy's <laughs> like i need to be able to move he's like yeah but you're rotting flesh bag <laughs> i'm gonna fall apart if you try to run and i'm like Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and he actually said in an interview before. Now, I, I wish I couldn't remember the source, but he actually said in an interview before that, like, zombies aren't supposed to be fast. It's just that's it. If you're if you've got a fast zombie, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> and, and I couldn't agree more because if they are indeed like rotting dead bodies, carcasses, then how the hell are they running fast? Something in their system, in their body is going to snap at some point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, just in general, a living person can, you know, roll their ankle really badly by running. Hi, I've done that recently. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> Part of the fun of being um, a hyper, of having hypermobility is that you are more prone to injury. <laughs> I rolled my ankle once, not while I was running, but while I was taking out the fucking trash. So you win. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) 
it's the stupidest fucking way to. Like, All I'm saying is yourself. that would slow a zombie down. Is rolling an ankle while running. Mm. So seriously, and it's not like it's gonna yeah. heal. It's not like they're sitting there going like, well, I guess I'm mm-hmm. gonna have to like you know ISIS for a little bit, hot cold, you know. It's <laughs> going back to his you know zombie wife, and she's uh-huh. just looking at him going like, oh, get the muscle relaxers, you know. It's- <laughs> <laughs> and if it does heal, then it's a different, it's a different monster. Yes. Unless you're talking eye zombie. Well, yes. <laughs> I, 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 I fucking love, uh, live more and eye zombie. Oh, I love eye like, zombie oh, well. too. That was, oh that was God, a good so fucking good. Anyways, back to season of the witch. Can um, I just, there's one other thing I do want to comment. So I was reading yes, the, uh, movie description of, you know, the season of the witch. And mm. <laughs> I just want to highlight this one blur before I started writing. It said, um, it says on the surface, Joan Mitchell has it all family, friends, and a beautiful home equipped with all the latest appliances. I'm like, this movie better highlight the fuck out of those appliances. Like that is the weirdest <laughs> blurb to include. It's like, it has all the latest appliances. Like, are they going to play a part? Because that seems to be a, <laughs> like a, <laughs> They did not. I'm oh. spoiler alert. They did not highlight the appliances. The appliances played Sorry. no part in this entire movie, and I was very disappointed in the lack of highlighting of the appliances. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so this movie opens, and it has um, it opens with the other name, um, Hungry Wives. But apparently that would be because it had three different fucking titles. Um, it's kind of like he couldn't decide what movie it was going to be. Um, I, I wrote down Hungry Wives, porn or horror movie title. You be the judge. <laughs> <laughs> Hungry Wives. I feel the magic between, between you and I. <laughs> <laughs> But it also had the name Jack's Wife. Oh, yeah. I remember reading that. I was like, okay. Yeah. So it, it like, he just couldn't seem to make his mind up. But, um, so it opens with, uh, oh, God, this segment that lasts um, almost six minutes long <laughs> of just a dream. And, like, she's having, like, at first I was thinking, Oh shit! Is this just gonna be like an art house thing? <laughs> Where like a guy's like walking ahead and she serves him tea while they're walking in the woods and he's reading a newspaper and she's walking like uh, what six eight behind feet behind him, him yeah. and they see this she's like girl on a they see a girl like swinging on a swing who looks just like her and trees from there's the a evil baby. oh yeah there's a baby line they're crying the trees from the Evil Dead movie come and attack her at one point. <laughs> Well, he's like, he's walking so far ahead of her and he's just letting the the branches like come back and thwack her in the face. Yeah. Well, then like it continues um, on like a little bit later where she imagines, she dreams that he's treating her like a dog and he puts a collar around her and puts her into a kennel and stuff. And I'm just like, yes, what the hell like is going on right now? Taking her to somewhere, to uh, like a kennel for boarding and like... Uh, he, he hits her in the face a couple times with a rolled up newspaper. I don't know. <laughs> and then he, he tells the guy, the owner of the kennel that like, uh, I should be gone for about a week. <laughs> Jesus. She'll be okay. <laughs> She's just in there in like a fenced in kennel. Well, oh, and they, they kind of jump around. Cause like then later on in, in real world, cause she wakes up from this nightmare mm-hmm. dream. Uh, you know, she's, 
kind of hanging out with a bunch of these, um, you know, the friends, you know, friends' wives and everything. Oh, yeah. She's, like, at a party. Yeah, and they they start talking about the occult, and I'm just like, oh, my God, is this what adult he looks like? I would so get involved <laughs> in the occult at this point. <laughs> Well, like she was, um, she in the, the the dream sequence, like like we were talking about before. When I first saw the the splash screen say "Hungry Wives," I was thinking, like, um, did they put the wrong movie up here? And then I saw that it was like weird, like art house thing going on. I was like, oh, okay, it's just a short before the movie. Okay, we're got trying it. to break this down. <laughs> yes, but then you find out that it's just a fucking dream, and you're like. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then I, I MDB'd it and I was like, uh, okay, Hungry Wives got it. Okay. But her husband doesn't even like kiss her when she like wakes up from like her nightmare. Like he's already leaving and he leaves it and he gives well, like he a, never an does. inch or two kiss. I'm just like, wow. What's. Yes. <laughs> like I, I really, I, and I actually commented mm. this. So like, does, do people in like loveless marriages, like when they get married, do they know it's going to be lo- like, is there somebody who like has that far away stare like in the very beginning where you're just sort of like, yeah, this is this is what's going to happen at some point. Like there's somebody who already knows this is not going to work out, but they just kind of stick with it and get married because, man. Well, and later for no apparent reason, uh, they're cuddling and he he just kind of like, well, he's more like cuddling with her and she's just sitting there. And he kind of pats her and says, we're going to be okay, kid. Thank you. I was doing the same thing. I said, if my husband were called me kid, I'd probably slug him. <laughs> well, with my husband, he's um, he's 10 years older than I am. So I, I always joke about being his child bride. So. <laughs> so with me, I would just be like, yeah, we are pops. <laughs> You're right, Grandpa. Well, you see, and I'm four years older than my husband, so, you know, it doesn't work in that respect. <laughs> oh, but yeah, it is a little creepy, the idea of, like, your husband calling you a kid. I don't know. It's, well, or, like, any, like, your partner calling you kid in general. Like, I don't it just, know. Yeah. Maybe playing around, but, like, in bed is the last place I want to be called kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh... <laughs> That, that that has other connotations in my mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. So they're at this party, and uh, Shirley, my favorite character, um, <laughs> who's playing. <laughs> you know, I have to say this. Okay, she's played by Anne Muffley. <laughs> anyway, um. <laughs> I'm letting you have this one while I sneeze off mic. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Muffly. Um, so anyway. It's only because um, I need to sneeze yeah. off mic. <laughs> I I kind of love Shirley's character because she's she's a bit of a lush who um Shirley's the one who hides bottles of booze in the tank of the toilet. Let's that's actually what I wrote about her. Yes, like she has to be. Yeah, you know she is. Um and she seems to be going through something with her husband, but like they don't really go into it. You just know that she's she's having like a real like uh life issue. And um and like I I don't know. I found that kind of 
a little frustrating that they kept alluding to um, her going through something big in her life and they don't bother to like well, they, go into they it. They kind of just drop it after the tarot reading. Like she has the tarot reading and everybody's yeah. like, oh, like it so describes me. And I'm like, yeah, it's called a tarot reading. They're, they're, <laughs> it's very generic. <laughs> what is she describing is very generic. That's, that's how they get you. Well, then like as she was... Um, like later on, she's in the car and she's kind of breaking down and telling, um, like, okay, well, I guess we could get into that, but, um, she's telling, um, the, the main character, um, Joan, yeah, that she's, um, you know, she's kind of frustrated with her because she's like basically saying like, yes, I understand. And she's like, no, you don't fucking understand. And like, I'm so tired of everybody like pretending that they get it and that everything's okay and blah, blah, blah. And like, you don't know. And she's saying like, you know, I hope that you know what it's like to, uh, or you get to learn what it's like, uh, to get older and like, and realize there's not much left to do in your life. Um, but so she's like, they're all, like, I think all of these wives are unhappy with their lives in some way or another. And I guess that's the point is just that um, she has uh, Joan has a, a daughter, Nikki, who is who's um, she's an adult, but she's still like a teen. I, I was trying and, to get um, a handle on her age. I thought she was I thought they put her like a lot older than. But yeah, no, she she's a legal adult. So, she's yeah, in she's a legal adult. But, like, you, they kind of allude to the fact that, like, um, you know, the all these wives are unhappy and unsatisfied. They've all they all pretend like everything's OK. But then, you know, under the surface, they're all unhappy and unfulfilled. And, and this is why you find a hobby or go back to work when your kids start school <laughs> or school or. <laughs> but then with. Nikki, the daughter, you could tell, like, she's enjoying her life now, but it's just, like, they're kind of alluding to, like, this is what's up for her. And the same thing's going to happen to her, or it's a different thing where her mother's kind of resenting her because she gets to go to college. And you could tell that the, um, that Joan is, like, she's she's an academic. She's like, she likes to learn about things. And, um, like Nikki brings her on and off boyfriend over. Who's also a student professor, Her student professor. A, um, let's, let's really specify her student professor. Yes. <laughs> Greg, but they have this like academic conversation. And, uh, even before that, like, uh, Joan is talking about how she wants to study witchcraft, just like, um, academically. And you could tell that she's, she kind of comes alive when she's like talking about things and like learning about things and, um, discussion. So I think that she resents her daughter because she really wants to be in college and like, um, quote unquote, doing something with her life, you know, like, um, being, uh, like going to a job and, or going to school, but, Right now, she feels like she's imprisoned, and that's the whole point of her her um, dreams, where she feels like 
this is the life that she's been prescribed and um, she's just uh, a belonging of her husband who neglects her, um, barely acts like she's there. He's got to go and close um, those accounts. He's got lots of traveling to do. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck he does. Like he goes on business trips and he's got business, Linda. Linda, it's yes. business. He's a businessman. Yeah, he's got to work on those accounts. He's got to prepare yes, meetings. Obviously. And he has to present. Okay? Mm-hmm. Business. That's what he does. Business. <laughs> yeah. Business. Yes, business. <laughs> but, you know, they, they never they never go into that. But then she's, like, she's uh, talking to her therapist, psychoanalyst, whatever. And he tells her that... um. Dreams are like we spend all day trying to cover the truth from ourselves, but dreams are just a way to um, um, make sure that the truth will out. And um, <laughs> he um, he says that the worst person to analyze a dream is the dreamer, but I could not fucking disagree more. Um, I was, I mean, I, he could have at some point prescribed masturbating her and then just going on with his day. So, I mean, I mean, <laughs> but he, female hysteria. Like, <laughs> I, I, I hate to like sound like the know-it-all or whatever, but like I, I've studied dream, uh, like dream theory, dream analysis since, um, I was in high school, which was <clears throat> years ago. And, um, I can like count. I, I, <laughs> sh- <laughs> and I, I studied it, uh, properly in college. And like, I know that like the best person to actually analyze your dreams is yourself. But it, I, I think that the whole thing is here's another man that's just telling her, you know what your problem is? <laughs> You're a woman. That's your problem. <laughs> yeah, basically, because he, he goes on to say that between having a daughter who is all grown up and doesn't need her anymore and a husband who keeps going on work trips, she doesn't feel involved, needed or wanted anymore and that she feels trapped, imprisoned, but that the only person who is making her feel imprisoned is herself. And I'm thinking, like, I, I I guess this is all just to establish the fact that he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Um, because, like, any fucking uh, therapist worth their salt would be like, well, what can you do? Like, what can you tell your husband to help, you know, uh, him understand how you're feeling? What or, do you, you need? Know, like, <laughs> yes, they, they wouldn't be like, well, you're really just making yourself feel imprisoned. Um <laughs> Like, stop oh, thanks, being doctor. sad. Smile yeah, more. Okay, I'll... <laughs> Would you yeah, like me to like... get on my little notepad of all the things? <laughs> right. Like, I'll stop feeling imprisoned. Thank you so much. Um, you know, like, fuck yourself. Um, like, he doesn't give her anything to work with at all. He just basically blames her. Stop being and... depressed is how I heard that. Yes. Yeah, basically. Um, cheer up, Buttercup. <laughs> Give us a smile. But, um, but yeah, so, you know, she, um, I really think that she turns to witchcraft because she feels, um, she feels like that lack of control in her life. Um, her life is feeling unfulfilled. 
And um, like, even though her friend Shirley tells herself that like, or tells her that, you know, she doesn't really know what it's like just yet to, to feel like your options are dwindling and um, you know, this is it. But I feel like Joan really does know, and she's just handling it in a different way. And that she's not happy with her life. She doesn't feel any control over it, especially when, I don't know, like, you know, you, you're not getting any help from your fucking psychoanalyst or therapist, whatever. And nobody else seems to give a shit about how she's feeling. And um, I feel like she just turns to witchcraft because she wants to start taking control of her life. Well, I mean, with, she gets well, she does get introduced to it though at that party. She's like, you know, all these little chatty women are talking about how, oh, did you mm-hmm. hear so and so does this? And oh, yeah, Shirley says she's a real witch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, she's a tarot re- reader from what I can tell, but <laughs> yeah, but she does have like the well, best book in her, um, in her little uh room that uh Joan sees, and it just says to be a witch, a primer. Yes. And I wrote that down. I said primer. to be an assassin, a guide, to bake a cake, <laughs> a book. <laughs> I was just taking the piss. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> to be a flute. Um, <laughs> it's like to be a cheese. To be a witch, here's how I did it. <laughs> it's like what <laughs> Well, and Marion, the witch, uh, says that she was uh, raised as a witch and her parents wanted her to keep it secret. But now in an anything goes kind of culture, um, you know, other people are interested in it. And while they're talking at the party, while Shirley's saying that Marion's a real witch, Sylvie says that she could just uh, see her, uh, just picture her running around naked, chasing ghosts. But Shirley tells her that Marion said that that's all hogwash. But later, spoily, we do see Joan naked (laughs) and being inducted into Marion's coven. So is it really happening? Is it another dream sequence? Um, There's nothing in this movie that... um, Cements real. Yeah, the cements real fantasy. Yeah, well, except for one part of the last of the last uh, couple minutes, I think is pretty much ba- it's pretty much in reality. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. But uh, should we talk about Jeff or Greg? Greg. Well, me? I I also um, one of the things that they that they do bring mm-hmm. up because it come it gets repeated a couple times is uh, Joan is Catholic as well, so she's also hesitant yes. about doing all this because. Catholics out there understand. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, when she's saying that she has an academic interest in witchcraft and the occult, um, Shirley says, but honey, you're Catholic. Isn't uh, just entertaining, uh, or uh, isn't just uh, an academic thought uh, evil or like a sin? (laughs) Thinking about it academically, isn't hey Catholics? Let's talk about Catholic guilt for a while. (laughs) Oh, please, let's let's (laughs) let me get out the tome of things you should be ashamed about. (laughs) Oh, yeah, anyways, there's well, and yeah, Greg. Oh, god, yeah, so yeah, um. 
Joan's daughter brings home Greg, who is the student teacher and also her off and on lover. And um, when it's right after uh, Joan gets back from dropping a very um, intoxicated uh, Shirley, kind of messed up in the head Shirley at home. She comes home and she can hear her daughter and Greg having sex. <laughs> she just wa- she, she yes. like walks off and walks to her room and just and just kind of sits there and listens. Oh, excuse me, Jane. They're bawling. Oh god. <laughs> okay, the bawling thing. Cuz you had pre-warned me before I watched this movie that there is a dubious um sex oh. consent sex scene. And so I, yeah. I usually what I do is I go to IMDb to kind of get an idea of how graphic this is so that I kind of pre-prepare myself because that thing does kind of have an effect on me. Um, mm-hmm. But all I read is um, man and woman are naked after bawling. And I'm like, and I'm thinking and my, in, in my head or after a ball. And I'm just like, and in my head, I'm like, in, in a dance hall like are they, are they at a ball <laughs> like, i do not know what the fuck bowling was in the ballroom yeah, seriously what i thought i was like why are they i mean i guess maybe they could be in a ballroom maybe it's like a weird witch thing it's god that took me yeah this stupidly movie long. uses the term bald balling ball like so many times and um that scene let's see i got a clip actually I mean, all it is is balling, lady. I mean, you're getting bald. That's all it is. is balling, lady. Balling. <laughs> Greg is a charmer. Balling, lady. That's all I'm going to say. Greg is such a charmer. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, And then, so yeah, they're uh, balling in the next room. Yep. And <laughs> Joan goes into her room and starts masturbating over her clothes and this kind mm-hmm. of bugged me a couple of times because I was wondering if it was going to mean anything. Because she has like... Wait, is she though? Because she's like... I I thought so too, but like, because she's all moaning and like, uh, uh, but and she doesn't like necessarily touch the I nethers. think it's supposed to be implied. Like, At least based off of okay. IMDb's response, it's supposed to be like implied. Mm. But and one of the things that they keep going on is like there's this bull porcelain statue on like her desk yeah. and all i kept thinking is going is this like the um uh pacife pacife story though the woman who um got herself made a bull costume because she or a cow costume oh, she fell right. in love with the bull in greek mythology and that's how we birthed the minotaur i was like is this gonna happen because i don't know if this is okay right now because <laughs> it kept going on like every I'm- time like she would moan it like look at the bull statue i'm like I, I don't know what's about to happen right now. But then it was like the bull was like creepy. I know, like it was staring at her. I was like, I don't know if it's because it had horns or what, but um, like, oh, like the devil. But um, that reminds me, I really, really hope that eventually we get to the book of uh, Cersei because um, they're, I think they're talking about making it a show, but they uh, it's off of the, the Greek mythology character. Uh, Cersei and they they talk about that character but yeah I'm I'm really hoping for it but anyway yeah well (laughs) it's a a long book oh yeah well and also um because you you go through this whole entire like weird like really loud moaning scene and it's mainly her daughter which I I admit as a parent even though I'm a parent of a son 
I would still be bugged out if, like, I heard my son moaning in the other room when he is of. Uh, yeah. I mean, not just because he's of the age he's at right now, which is, you know, under 10, but, you know, even as, like, a teenager or as an adult, I'd be like, guys, keep it down. But, of course, Joe doesn't say that, and her daughter finds out that she's been listening. It's like, I, to be fair, it is her house. But, yeah, that is creepy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's... It's creepy, but like I, I have um shout out to my friend. You know who you are. Who walked in on their son um <clears throat> um being intimate with himself. Um, <laughs> and I was thinking, like, what do you do in that situation? I mean, like, if if you can hear your kid having sex with well, your grown kid, whatever. I mean, teenage, whatever. Um. In this, I read something somewhere that she was 19, but um, they never explicitly say that. But let's just say, uh, for the sake of argument, she's 19. What do you do? You catch her at home banging some dude. Uh, I mean, do you knock on the door like, hey, well, the Catholic <laughs> guilt of her should tell her to do something in particular, but <laughs> she doesn't do that either. <laughs> But no, she decides to go to her bed and kind of like do a shitty job at, at uh, masturbating, I guess. Um, but, um, but yeah, so well, she even like lights up a cigarette. After. <laughs> well, her daughter, and of course, her daughter gets pissed at her for kind of like listening in and uh, looking very disheveled <laughs> when her daughter comes into the yeah. bedroom. And nice, well, mom. And then they, Real nice. Well, then they report her as a runaway, and I'm like, she's an adult, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what I didn't understand. Is she's in college? Um, the the therapist, analyst, whatever says that she's a uh, she's full grown and doesn't need her anymore. Blah blah blah. Whatever. And but she's. Like she ran away and she calls the cops. Well, like, her husband calls the cops because yeah. her husband gets all pissed at her for uh, not being oh. the shit out of Greg when um. I have something for that too. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> of course I do. Yeah, Let's no, see. he yeah, because uh, he's gets he gets really really um mad because uh you know her daughter their daughter runs runs away in quotes. And uh, he's like, why did you go in there and just, like, start pulling him out and kicking him? Like, I was like, I would have done that. He's like, kick he's like I would have gone in there and I would have kicked his ass and I would have, like, set them straight and everything. And I'm like. And then he hits yeah, her he twice. Hits, well, he, his, her husband hits Joan twice. It's like, Jesus. Yeah. yeah, here, let me see. Your own goddamn daughter bald in the next room. Bald. Bald. Bald in the next room. God, it's the use of that. <laughs> Your own daughter, bald in the next room. It's like I feel <laughs> like he had to cut. He had to add in the word bald because he probably like the, the witch, the occult stuff probably got him the R rating, George Romero, and he had too many mm. like your daughter getting fucked in the next room or something. So he was just like, oh shit, this is gonna be well, an NC seventeen or a rated X movie. I gotta cut at least all the fucks. Well, I don't know because. Like, well, I know that it was kind of like the, it was the parlance of the time. Yeah, but, but with the, with um, the, 
um, what would he have been the greatest generation? Use that term? <laughs> would it have been like the hippie children who would be using that term? <laughs> That's a good point. But I mean, but they do seem to be kind of like social people. But then I, I don't know. I, I was gonna say like maybe they're hip and with it, but uh, I, 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 they, they don't. Apparently, they don't smoke grass. So I mean, I don't know. But um, where I read somewhere that the um, the production company wanted uh, him to have uh, George Romero to have the two um, or two of the sex scenes be pornographic, but he refused. But then I I, I saw that on on uh, Wikipedia. So I mean, grain of salt. Take it yeah, with a grain, of, grain salt. of salt. There. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it could just be total bullshit. Yep. But I mean it. But then at the same time, the movie in the '60s, like, uh, well, <laughs> so who knows? But then I do know, like, the cover of the movie. Like, there's so many different, like, uh, there's uh, different, like, art for the po- poster art, whatever. Um, but one of them has a picture of the daughter. Yes, I noticed that. I was like, that and looks like, like her daughter um, than her. Yeah, and it the tagline was "Every night is Halloween." And it's like it's like they um, didn't really know how to advertise this movie. It's not really a horror movie. No, it's 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 just odd. I don't really yeah, know how to describe I mean, it because it's like it's it's. I think it's trying to be kind of a thriller, kind of a horror movie, and I guess, but it's just like. I mean, okay, so I have to say that, like, there are a lot of people that review movies on uh, Shudder and say, this isn't real horror, uh, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, shut the fuck up. It's just like, you know, like, genre is is um, relative. But with this one, it's like, is it really horror, though? Because it's not scary. There's not, like, a massive amount of blood. And, I mean... Even Mm -hmm. the time when she's having those dream sequences when somebody with a uh, demon mask is getting into her house and trying to kill her. And she's trying to find all these different ways of escaping because she keeps having this recurring dream and trying to, like, change the uh, ending. Um, Mm -hmm. Even that, it's... That's probably, like, the most tense you could possibly get. But at the same time, it's not... It's definitely not graphically horror or it's... It's not gory. It's not very jump scary. It's there's a lot of those things where, like I said, right. I feel like it's more like a weird thriller. But well, this movie, it's like George Romero was trying. Like I guess he was just kind of getting into um, into uh, feminism and wanted to explore that for for his next movie. And you know, so we get this movie, but. I feel like there, there's another movie and it's, I think it's fucking brilliant. It's amazing. And, uh, I saw it on shutter shutter. Where's our sponsorship at? Um, <laughs> I really got to get sponsorship from them. Um, the, it's called lucky. And I feel like it does a much better job at that. And that was another one of those movies where people are like, oh, this isn't a, a real horror movie, but it, it was because like, the thing is, and I'm not going to give anything away, but the the main character is um, she's chased by somebody who wants to kill her like every day, every night. 
And this, like, it, so I feel like it is a horror movie because it's scary and it's intense. But with this movie, it's like, is it scary? No. Um, is it intense? Not really. I mean, I like the movie. I enjoyed the movie and I enjoyed the message that it was trying to, to, um, get through. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm off. Yeah, no, I, I went back and forth with this where I was just like, I feel like there are things that could have been tweaked that could have made it better. Um, you know, and right. Yeah, it's like, and some things where it's like, you know, just expanding Shirley's stuff, unless it was just sort of like, she's supposed to be like a harbinger, and that's it. She's supposed to be a warning, and then they just kind of leave her alone. Mm -hmm. But, like, even then, like, I mean, her entire experience with um, practicing witchcraft, which... Yeah, the, the you always know that's the best thing in the world when she goes to that shop and they're playing Season of the Witch. It's like, <laughs> yes. oh, it's the name of the movie, Hungry Wives. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and like normally, that's me. I'm Peter Griffin. <laughs> and I'm like, they did it. They said it. <laughs> but like with this movie, like I actually audibly groaned. Yes. Was, oh, <laughs> God. Well, especially when you, the title came up as Hungry Wives. I was like, okay. Yes. Well, and I think there were a couple other things that I just kind of was like, like she tried, like she's trying to do like numerology. And so she's writing out her name and looking it up. And like, oh, no. Well, okay. I figured that out. That was her, because tr- in the book, it's like, uh, come up with your, um, with your witch name. I wrote down, be and- sure to drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> 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 what <laughs> the secret message <laughs> but, but no I, yeah I, I paused it and I I have to include it I've got a screenshot of the book but it's a how to come up with your witch name using the um like they have this little codex for the uh, numbers in your um in your name <laughs> so i don't think and... it's like it's the first letter of your first name and the first letter of your last name and the day you were born <laughs> god damn it i'm moon moon it's <laughs> <laughs> like that's how you come up with your porn name but but mine like i couldn't tell if they they were saying to like use your married name because I think that's there's like a paragraph that says something like for uh, married women and like it cuts off. So I was thinking they probably said to use your uh, maiden name, but she writes down her full like married name, like Joan Mitchell. And um, and then coming up with the the sum of uh the letters in your name then you like you get it down to you keep adding until it's just one digit so if you come up with the number like 15 you add one and five to get six and then you get that single digit and um you the the sixth planet um including the sun as the first one um is is your planet and which would be Jupiter. yeah i was like actually counting going like hey we have to include the sun yes <laughs> yes <laughs> and that's why my witch name is apparently uranus 
clever. I didn't even pause long enough to figure that out. I was too annoyed with the fact that she had to look up the Lord's Prayer. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. I haven't gone to church in like 20 years, oh, yeah. and I still have that goddamn thing memorized. I know, right? <laughs> like, I I mean, shit. Like, when I was, um, I, I was a kid, I was brought up in like a Lutheran preschool and uh, Lutheran, Lutheran church, same here, Bible too. camp. <laughs> Oh yeah, and I know oh, what it yeah. is. I mean, I'm, it's obviously like I I have found out that like if you're Catholic, there are a couple words that they change versus Lutheran versus Protestant versus Baptist versus blah blah blah. But yeah, no, it, it is about the same. It's like yeah, no, you should know this by heart, lady, if you've been raised Catholic. Yeah, <laughs> if you consider yourself Catholic, you should probably know it. You you basically say <laughs> it like probably it three backwards. times during the day if you're <laughs> so right along with your you know penance for sinning or whatever yeah but it's like i don't know i i i thought i thought that was kind of silly and then she's like um i think she gets like the runic symbols or like and it's 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 weird because like in the the rare parts where they actually show anything witchcrafty um it's it seems authentic like you know she's got the runic symbols for her her witch name, um, except for <laughs> to be a witch, a primer. Um, My favorite book. <laughs> <laughs> a book. <laughs> a book. Um, but, you know, besides that, like, it, it seems like she's getting the, um, um, like, everything, like, the right equipment, and she seems to be doing, you know, some of the, the right things, but, like, they just don't show it very often. And um, to my understanding, the I, I guess like Jan White said that the movie, the, the, the lead actress uh, said that the movie was originally four hours of footage. And they had to cut um, down her montage learning. <laughs> they added Eye of the Tiger under yeah, it. They just went forward. So. <laughs> but, <laughs> to be a witch like she got the secondary primer <laughs> the, the encyclopedia of witchcraft um the spark notes to be a witch a textbook <laughs> but, but she um you know like i i guess well i should say that uh that legend has it that he um that romero had to cut like two hours out of the movie so i would love to see what was left and he even said uh, in an interview uh later that that was the only movie that he would have been interested in remaking so i mean i'm i'm really interested like i i would love if there was some sort of like director's cut or you know, a, a remake the way that he wanted it to be, but he's passed. So that's probably not going to happen. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. But like who the fuck knows what that was going to be. And, um, I should also mention that this was like shortly after he married his first wife and, um, Nancy, and she was one of the producers I saw in the beginning. Yeah. Oh, so um, we should probably actually keep talking about Greg because he becomes part of her mm. uh, rituals. Well, <laughs> yes. she she tries to cast a spell that will make him want her or something. Mm -hmm. And come to her house. And to then her. she calls him. <laughs> yes! <laughs> 
Okay, so that brings up the 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 question that like the the biggest question I had with my first viewing of the movie is she actually making these things occur with magic or is she just manifesting her wishes uh, by being more um, sure of herself and emboldened and just like picking up the fucking phone? Well, I, I did write down uh, <laughs> addressing Joan, you know, through my words, you didn't mm-hmm. cause anything to happen. You called a horny adult <laughs> yes. male. Congratulations. <laughs> I can work magic too, Joan. <laughs> Like I was, I was coming up with lines because I was like the worst thing to say after sex. You make the same noises as your daughter. <laughs> oh God, I forgot. Oh, yeah, remember Lord. he's now oh. had both mother and daughter. Okay, so now we have to work a poster of like things not to say to your lover <laughs> before or after bawling. <laughs> Or the uh, the the wonderful Sabrina line. Of, I can smell a virgin like a bloodhound. <laughs> oh, or, or, or every time I kiss you, I think of my brother. Whatever that was, God, I can't remember which one that was either. Yeah, that's a you thing. Well, what's really great oh, is like, Lord. so they have sex on the floor. And then she starts doing her mm-hmm. little ritual on the table, and he's kind of pretending to be asleep. And I'm half expecting this to be uh, Simon King of the Witches, where she just stands over his back with a dagger and just starts. To... <laughs> I was waiting for that, <laughs> or she castrates him. But I mean, I was, yes. I, I was going with the both of those things could potentially happen at this point. <laughs> yes, was it um, kinetic? Energy. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I cannot remember what it was. But yeah, I was I was having because he's like laying there and she's walking around with a knife saying stuff. And I'm like, yes. Dude. I was expecting it too. I was like, please do make energy. <laughs> make it make magnetic. I, like I said, I was oh, waiting for like kinetic. a castration or something. Energy. Like, I need this for my potions magnetic. or something. It's like, okay, now it's uh now they're hungry wives. <laughs> yeah, but no, not so much. Nothing fun like that. Yeah, happens, he just leaves. But- well, you know. He leaves, she kicks him out, you know, just, they have a fight, and she tells him never to come around again, and they fight, like, I think, um, during this time, the, uh, police call and say, oh, hey, we found your daughter, she's in New York, and we're gonna bring her home, it's like, again, is she a legal adult? (laughs) Yeah, again, like, what the fuck is happening here? (laughs) Is she... Like, I, I don't know. I kind of wish that they would have made her like a a teenager going to high school. But then I guess you couldn't have the sex scenes. I don't. Well, no, because then that would just make the sex scenes more interesting. Like her having sex with Greg. It's like, um, yeah, you fucking like break down the door. you know. <laughs> but I don't I don't know, especially because, you know, he's this adult dude but he's a um, student teacher who definitely looks at least 10 years older than the daughter oh yeah (laughs) well it's weird because when he takes um when he takes uh joan into his classroom later you see on the chalkboard it says uh like mr jeff something and so i don't know if that was just like the professor that last had that classroom or if 
if they just couldn't decide if he was Jeff or Greg. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? But um, he's an interesting. He's a cocky asshole. shit. Um, <laughs> he's a yeah. chode. What do you want? When we first meet him, he uh, he's. Yeah, he's a cocky shit. He's trying to, like, he sees that Shirley's already, like, drunk off her ass. And I fucking love Shirley. Um, <laughs> I love this scene. I love this scene. And I I felt so seen with it. Um, where <laughs> at this, like, they're having a little, like, kind of get together. And uh, it's just Joan, Shirley, um greg and and the daughter nikki and and shirley uh runs out of uh of alcohol and so she has this glass i think it's like vodka or supposed to be vodka and she pours a little bit into the glass that she was drinking out of and then looks at the glass that's like half full and then just puts her little drink down and just drinks out of that half full cup. And I was like, yes, Joan. Or yes, Shirley, you do it. <laughs> but so she's already like drunk off her ass and he decides to fuck with her as a social experiment. And... um he takes the filter off of a off of a cigarette and rolls up the ends to make it look like a joint and convinces her that it it is a joint and uh convinces her to smoke it and uh then you know she's high after one toke or however many i can't remember but um the thing is like he wants everybody to act like she's high and so she makes herself high and it's really just like a, a something to um like prove his point of you can make yourself sick um or you know you could affect yourself physically just by you know manifesting it in your mind and that is true i mean i remember in one of my my psychology classes i i read this book called uh, the biology of belief and it was fascinating because it's all about that and um uh one of my co-learners uh what used to be a bartender and she said that there was this uh drunk that would come in every night and like they he would drive to and from the the bar and he would always get you know shit-faced so they just started serving him non-alcoholic beer but she said, like, even when they served him non-alcoholic beer, he would still, like, stumble off of the stool every night. And so it's just, it goes to show you what what you can, um, like, the effect that your mind can and belief can have. But you don't have to make someone look, you know fucking embarrass themselves to prove well, this it's not like she's having point. a panic attack as well you know because he's freaking her out yeah. it's like yeah she says i'm not supposed to have stimulants and yeah, yeah. I, I felt bad for her i was like i just i wanted to punch greg so badly in that scene i did too because i was like what the fuck was the point in that he wanted and to like, be right <laughs> i don't know yeah he just wanted to prove that he was right and it's like Dude, it's not that important. Like, you know, <laughs> like you're you're a fucking professor. Like, <laughs> like, you don't have to have everyone believe you. I mean, just 
anyway, yeah, he's a fucking dick. And then, um, and then Shirley gets kind of pissed off with, um, with Joan, um, not only because she was in on it, like Joan was against it. Well, she did kept yelling at Greg to stop it and stop being an asshole, basically. Yeah. But I think, like, really, I I was just kind of trying to put myself in in Shirley's shoes. Um, Although I've been high before, so like, like, I think I know what that's like. But, But to have somebody make you look... Like make you embarrass yourself so thoroughly and make you look like an ass in in front of your friends. Like I think that it it might be a little easy to kind of get pissed off at your friend. Yeah, you know, just for being there and like and witnessing that. And um, I think that Shirley's kind of a character that's just like she's so all about appearances and not like. Obviously, she has something big going on in her life, but she she's always like having party or parties are like fun and she's the life of the party. And I feel like that just made her like her mask slip. And that's what's really pissing her off is that like, no, like you shouldn't really be seeing me and my problems. But I don't know. I mean, I, I could just be reading too deeply into something that's just... I mean, just... She, she was just so underdeveloped in a lot of cases. Like, she just seemed, like I said, she just felt yeah. more like a uh, harbinger to Joan's deeper issue. So, like, somebody who was like, oh, by the way, Joan, this is you. This is you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And I think that maybe, like, she's there to show, like, this is what happens when you don't acknowledge it and when you don't acknowledge your feelings. But, um, but then, okay, so we're getting close to the end. I know that. (laughs) Yes. Um, but on my second viewing, I noticed that, um, like I, I really noticed that in, like she has this, um, this pill, like these, this medication that she's supposed to be taking, but she, she puts the pill in her mouth, but then she takes it out and throws it into the toilet. And then, um, she kind of like starts looking into the whole witchcraft thing. So now I'm curious. Cause also, um, Greg says when they first meet, he says, I know you, I, I just don't know where from. And then they figured out that they met, um, or the, they both, uh, were in some volunteering, like community volunteer project. Yeah. So then I was starting to think like, well, is she just like, I mean, we don't know what the fuck the medication was. So was that something that like, um, like a, a mood stabilizer? Was it, um, something to keep her from hallucinating hallucinations? Or was it something or that like, she was just prescribed because lady needs pills and that was actually causing her hallucinations? Yeah. Like, um... Yeah, you're a woman. You're hysterical. <laughs> Take your pills. Out vibrators years ago. So instead, here you go. Here's a <laughs> bottle of pills and a pat yes. on the head. Might grab your ass on the way out oh, because it's Lord. the seventies. 
I just looked up and saw a spider on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Is it the same one that crawled into your desk? (laughs) It might be. Um, but that's downstairs. Jane. Jane, <laughs> Jane's about 30, 40 minutes away now, Linda. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I'm not actually that afraid of spiders. I just don't like just but when I'm like, when I see one, I start like consciously thinking, how loose are my pant cuffs? And like, I start thinking like, what if they bite Oh me? God, I was, um, I don't remember if I told you the story, but I was in the uh, bathroom of my uh, office um, building. Oh yes, but you have to share this nightmare. It with, was not with a listeners. nightmare. Yes. It was like the, I, it was like the size of like one of my baby toenails. Okay. Like it was tiny. You know, I was sitting on the toilet doing my thing, you know, what you do in a bathroom. And I see this little tiny spider just like rush at my foot. And I'm like, I'm wearing sandals by the way. And I'm like, what the hell dude? And like, uh. I, I kind of like tap my foot be like, Hey, like don't come near me. I'll just step on you. And he goes away and he kind of like crouches like on like the kind of like, underside of the toilet i kind of like look at him and he's like i'm like what the fuck is going on like you just like it's like he just sat there he's like suicide attack (laughs) (laughs) and then i was thinking because i have a co-worker who is deathly afraid of spiders like it's she will scream if she sees a spider which is really funny because her daughter who's also a friend of mine uh loves spiders and she can't stand to see them get hurt (laughs) so but oh. yeah, I was like sitting there thinking like, man, if my coworker was here instead of me, like she would have just, <laughs> if she wasn't on a toilet, she would have peed herself because, oh my God, I was like, I've never seen a spider just sit there and go and just go like rush at my foot. And then like when I stood up and everything and then ran to the other stall, I was like, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> <laughs> Spider have like a brain parasite in it that was sort of like, yes, run towards the creature that can kill you so I can spread the next part of my disease. Well, yeah, I know a lot of people who would have a heart attack that would, like, like a spider should not be running at you. I was like, <laughs> I was like dude, no. what the hell? I'm not like, I, 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 I'm not like afraid of them, but I don't like. I don't like the thought of them. Biting. I mean, I don't like the thought of anything crawling on me, like ant, spider, yeah. fly. It doesn't matter. It's like I don't want. Yeah, I don't. Care yeah, what I don't it want is. something on me. But if it's just like chilling in like a corner and everything, I'd be like, "Yo, don't crawl on my bed. Don't crawl <laughs> on my bathtub, my sink. We're good." <laughs> so you keep doing. You. I used to want a tarantula. I was going to call it Ivan the tarantula, but. <laughs> Oh, anyway, my husband has a tarantula so. story. It's why he's afraid of spiders now. <laughs> Ooh, God, I got to hear that Oh, sometime. yeah, I'll tell you off, Mike, because <laughs> that's his story. Maybe that should be a, a bonus. <laughs> a bonus. <laughs> Spider stories. Um, so, yeah. Well, we're, okay, at, we're we? basically um, at her <laughs> kicking Greg out, and then she has that nightmare mm. dream again where the guy with the devil face is chasing her. And um, yeah. part of the dream in the very beginning is uh, somebody's trying to break into her house outside her front door, and all she sees is a shadow. And she's alone in the house mm-hmm. at this point. Like, this, this is reality. In my opinion, this is reality. You can be the judge of this. And her husband has come home a day early from his business trip. And... Because he's 
doing yes, business. Yes, business. He's got the client <laughs> files and everything. He's he's got business. Well, and business. of course, because <laughs> yes, they have a shotgun. And so she goes mm-hmm. and gets the shotgun and her husband, like, it's raining and, you know, he either can't find a key or he's, like, trying to get in. She thinks it's the devil mass person because she's having that dream so many times as she shoots through the glass and kills her husband. Husband's dead. Yeah. And, like, they they put it, like, George Romero put it so you don't really know if that's a dream or if that's you know the reality, because well, it's, it's also inter, it's also intercountry, like you know, because it's um, they're having the detectives report, you know, saying like, oh, well, she thought yeah. he was an intruder. He came home early. Is this going to be written off as an accident? They always get away with it. What's one of the laws? Like they do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Romero. I would like to pull out some cases for you where women do not definitely get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> It made me th- start like thinking of the. I, I got the song stuck in my head from Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he had it coming. But it, they're splicing like, the scene of her yeah. like initiation into the coven, where where she's in all oh sorts yeah of she's naked. naked. They're kissing parts of her body. Where at one point they say like mm-hmm. the, we kiss the area where life is presented. And I'm like, yeah, was, like, and I was like, they oh, kiss her pussy. Okay, can we oh just my. say that here? Ooh. <laughs> like, ooh. <laughs> like how many women are out there joining covens right now <laughs> well and then she's having to oh, bend, bend down and like swear allegiance mm-hmm. yeah where it kind of looks like she's about to get whipped and i was like wait is this becoming like a body like bdsm thing what's happening here <laughs> Like, all of a sudden, it turns into, like, a lesbian well, she's, porno. Well, she also gets, like, a like leash almost porno. tied around her as well. I'm just like, what? Yes. Oh, and there's also, there's a woman in that crowd who's very orange. Like, in the end of scene party, oh, she yes. is orange. <laughs> yeah. Like, spray tan orange. I'm like, holy, like, that oh, stood yeah. out. Like, I was, like, I was lost in that. I was like, what the hell happened there? <laughs> well, and I know, that, like, a, a lot of... um a lot of covens will have like um you know mild one had the like we had the belts with the ropes that were like that would signify different things but um not really leashes you so, clearly didn't join the right coven like, apparently not i mean like i, I didn't get the pussy kisses for initiation so like i feel like i did i would have stuck around in that coven longer <laughs> had to wait a little bit longer um, but um yeah so then there's you know the next scene is like she's at a, a another party and she's still being referred to as the one of the other titles of the movie jack's wife and they said it um or mrs um Morris or whatever. I just had Mitchell. the name too, damn it. Mitchell, thank you. Um, but like, you know, in, in somebody saying, like, you look so young and how do you do it? You look so great. And she says, I'm a witch. And apparently, supposedly, um, that when they filmed that scene, the um the ceiling cracked when she said that. 
I'm a witch. And apparently the other ladies in the scene got really scared. The foundation did not like her confession. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's like, uh, no, you're not. You Um, didn't will (laughs) that guy into your bed. You called him on the phone. You called Craig. Okay. Like calling Greg and telling him to come over is not like using magic to get your will be done. Um, but then there's also um apparently supposedly again, um, when in the scene where the uh where uh Bill uh Thunhurst, the the guy who played her husband, Jack, um <laughs> The scene where he slaps her, um, supposedly in the filming of, like, after he slapped her, uh, a light fell on him. (laughs) I mean, that would explain more if she actually has powers then. I mean. (laughs) But, yeah, so some, you know, some stuff went down, but uh, uh, supposedly. Yeah, um, exactly. I don't know. I feel like more stuff happened behind the scenes than the actual movie. But once again, I enjoyed the movie. Just. Yeah, it was uh, definitely a, eh, okay. The nudity was cool. (laughs) (laughs) I like seeing the boobs. (laughs) Yeah. And like I said, I was just on and off with it. It's just like, like I like the message they're trying to get across, uh, uh, get across. But like, I also feel like Romero was a little heavy handed with the message and, um, I like it when he's more subtle about it. And, um, you know, even like with day of the dead where it's like, okay, yeah. Consumerism. I got Dawn, it. Okay. Dawn of the dead. Don't screw up. Don't screw up my zombie <laughs> oh, Dawn, movies. I like those movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like it, but still it's like, yeah, okay, I got it. But you know, like, I don't know. I just don't like being slapped across the face with a message. I'd rather just like, Hmm. I'm wondering, does that, you know, <laughs> I, I like to think about a movie afterwards and, you know, like kind of talk it out. But I mean, but then again, that's what we're doing now, too. And I mean, like, you know, catching the whole what was the purpose of Shirley and um, what was the medication that she didn't take and all that stuff. So, yeah, uh. exactly. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but uh yeah, I, I do have one more clip that uh, summarizes the movie. Here we go. Greg. Or, yeah, yeah, it's Greg. Okay, not Jeff. <laughs> okay. Or Craig. Or okay, Craig. sex on the side, woman. You got that? I mean, it's something you wanted, something you always wanted, something you finally got, but you can't buy that, can you? Well, I say bullshit. I mean, first it's your daughter that screwed <laughs> up, and then it's me, right? Ah, oh, lady, it was you. It was you who did it. It was you who wanted it. You! Yep. yep, that's a, yeah, she willed it. <laughs> I mean, she, she will willed be done. it. I mean, there, there's one part I disagree with that because like we kind of talked about before, like that was, um, I think that was like a little like after um, he kind of, uh, not kind of, he took her by force. He like, he, he raped her, but it wasn't like, um, 
Thank God it wasn't like graphic. I said, it was like, it's called the like, dubious consent because then it's like, oh, no, wait, she's moaning in pleasure. That must be okay. Then it's like, uh-huh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you wanted yeah. it. Like, so, I'm like, ew. But, um, but then at the same point, like, he's got a point. Um, not with the rapesies, but, um, <laughs> like, please don't misunderstand that. But, I mean, but with, like, she tells him, like, I, I've been practicing witchcraft. I got you over here with witchcraft. And he's just like, um, you called me. <laughs> like, what we're all thinking, we're all like, uh, thank you. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did that him. little rotary thing and it worked. So we'll go with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then she seems to be pretty happy with the fact that she killed her oh, husband. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, she's fine. She's like, yep, I'm a witch. I <laughs> killed with a shotgun, but still, I'm a witch. Yeah. And that's another thing. It's like, bitch, you did not use magic for that. <laughs> like, you you shot down, him you in the face with a shotgun. Like, that's not magic. Oh, that's kind of how I feel about it. (laughs) But yeah, so. Oh, yeah. We covered it. Yeah, we're good. (laughs) With that in mind, please listen, subscribe, rate, and review Bed Nubs and Broom Flicks on Apple Podcasts and uh, Podchaser and all other podcast platforms, especially on Apple Podcasts, because it helps us immensely. If you do um, give us a review, a five-star review on uh, Apple Podcasts, we will share it. Uh, and, well, we will share your name. We'll give you a shout-out on air. So please do. Um, and we'll be your best friend. And, yeah, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll send you initiation kisses mentally. <laughs> Remember, you can find Bed Nubs and Broom Flicks on Facebook and on Twitter, especially on Twitter, because I'm not so active on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, you could also write to us at broomflicks at gmail.com. That's B R O O M F L I C K S. And finally, check out our show and our uh, notes on bedknobs and broomflicks.com. Um, you can also just go to cageskiss.com and, uh, it'll take you to a landing page where you can find us there. So, uh, yeah, you can check out our website. We've got some, um, some awesome pictures and bios. Uh, I particularly like Jane's. <laughs> well, I can throw together in less than a couple minutes. <laughs> Here. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on the amazing podcast that covers specific movie themes, Video Rama. Um, this month we have been covering. Um, where are we? Uh, let's see. I believe it's uh, people who have been involved in porn, um, but well, movies with people who've been involved in porn that are not porn. So I picked uh, uh, Frankenhooker, and that was a lot of fun. So. <laughs> yeah um jane where can you people can find, find you? me going up to the yellowstone super volcano and taunting it in order to explode <laughs> come on you <laughs> pussy <laughs> you wouldn't be that devastated <laughs> loser come on loser <laughs> 
Oh man! If you you realize that if uh, it does explode, well then I'm <laughs> sorry, does, people. Like, erupt. Yeah, we can't air this episode. <laughs> well, we would be able to because if you understand what would happen if the Yellowstone super volcano exploded, a lot of things would be. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jane. Uh, Basically, the end of the United States. <laughs> the end of the U.S. Sorry. Doodle. <laughs> Sorry also that we're ghosts now. <laughs> I would like to thank Doug Walters and Redwire Blackwire for allowing us to use their awesome song, song Compass. You can check it out online. It's and, awesome. And uh, next week, we will be covering uh, the stage production with Bird at Peters, um, Into the Woods. You can actually find that on Amazon Prime. I don't think you need Broadway HD subscription to re- watch it, but it's really good. Um, I love Stephen Sondheim with all my heart. And we finally get to do a musical, which I am a musical theater nerd. So... Yes, it's going to be fun. (laughs) Yay. Um, And until then, what's that got to do with getting bald in the next room? (laughs) I'm so glad you didn't say bald on the knob or something. (laughs) (laughs) What's that got to do with being knobbed in the next room? (laughs) Got to go knobbing. Good times. I mean, all it is is balling, lady. I mean, you're getting bald. That's all it is. is balling, lady. Balling. Donnie could edit this part out, if you don't mind, Donnie. I mean, uh, Donnie can't respond, so I guess, you know, it's... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Donnie. Sorry, Donnie. Sorry, sorry. 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 (laughs) Play that over that. Balling, balling, balling. All it is is balling, balling, balling. Play that over that. Balling. 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 Donnie can't respond. Donnie. 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 Uh, what's that, Donnie? I have the power. Okay.